Welcome to Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Well, good afternoon, folks. Um, <clears throat> I'm running a little bit late here today. My name is Bob Oakley, and I'm the host today on the uh, talk, Hope Talk radio show, where we talk about um, things that uh, are of interest to you. Um, we uh, The focus in our program is on you, uh, either as an individual or as a family, or as an organization that uh, you're you're uh, looking to to get some help with, because uh, our our motto is uh, helping people and helping them to help other people. It's a pay it forward philosophy, uh, something that we do uh, because I believe that's what the good Lord wants us to do. That's what it says in the good in the good book. Um, it says uh, God wants us to love Him. And he wants us to love his people. And he wants us to help them in any way that we possibly can. And he will give us whatever we need to help people. And I can see that every day in my life. When I'm working with people, many times I will have um, um, a mental block. (laughs) At my age, that's not hard to do. Uh, But anyway, I'll have a mental block. And um, I will... um, I will ask for help, and uh, he he delivers. He gives me help whenever I need it, and um, I've I've experienced that many many times in my life. Our program today uh, is sponsored by Optimize My Life, and we feel we feel that everybody needs their life to be optimized. That particular program was started by Dr. Joel Griffin, and he also started this this program, the Hope the Hope Collection, and the Hope Talk radio show. One day he called me and said, um, he, we'd been friends for, for years, and he called me and said, Bob, um, I'm starting up a new program, and I would, I would like you to be involved with it. What do, you, what do you think about it? And he told me about the, the talk radio show and how we were going to use it to reach out to more people across the world. And so I, I thought it was a good idea, but I wasn't sure I wanted to be involved in it. But anyway, we had a meeting. Um, a bunch of the leaders uh, in the Hope Collection got together in upstate New York, where they, they lived at that time, him and his wife, Artis. And um, we, we talked about the program. And I was, as I said, I was, I was apprehensive in the beginning um, to get involved in something like this. But I, but I decided after a while, uh, when I tried it out, because that's what I told him I would do. I would try it and see if it, see if it uh, felt good for me, and if it was, if it was something that I felt I could help other people with. I'm very, very pleased that the good Lord put me in that position to uh, to help all of you and to offer my experiences and my wisdom that I've received from the Lord. And, and uh, um, the skills that I've developed over the years to to help more people, and that's what it's all about: is helping and helping and helping and helping. 
And and uh, that's why uh, we call it we're giving people hope. We give you a, this program is broadcast at lunchtime in the East here. Uh, I live in New Jersey, by the way, and I'm broadcasting from New Jersey. And uh, we uh, I, I, I um, I reach out so it's so it's noontime when we start the program here, out in uh, in uh, out west in California. It's only about nine nine and fifteen now or something like that, nine o'clock. But anyway, um, this program was started as I said uh, as another way of reaching out to people and and uh, talking to them about things that are important to them in their life and figure out ways uh, that we can help them and make recommendations to them and work with them. I work with people as long as they will want me to work with them. Through this, through this program and, and, and other programs that I've been involved with over the years, I've been helping people for more than 40 years, closer to 50 years now, um, helping them to, uh, to help them and their family and make, their, make, make for a better life for them. Because that's what we try to. That's what we want to accomplish. We want to have a better life for you and your family and your friends and whoever it is that you know. I'm taking a sip of my coffee. That's why I hesitated there. Um, I, uh, I, I just, uh, I, I, I love doing this. By the way, I love working with people, and uh, that's why I do it. And and I'm 85 years old now, so I um, I have um, the Lord has blessed me, given me good cognitive abilities and and good physical abilities that I can still help people. And uh, last week I helped a lady uh, in my town here. Uh, she goes to my church, and she had a problem with her shower unit in her in her in her in her bathroom. And uh, so I went over there and looked at it and. Uh, I uh, had to cut a piece out of the wall. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take a piece of the sheetrock off in the back of the of the of the shower, and um, the unit was was not working right. And I said it's gonna have to be replaced because uh, it was an old an old style unit. And so anyway, uh, we did that. Um, I did that, and uh, we had to uh, unsolder the connections and and resolder them back in. Um, and and then uh, put in a new a new unit, and and I uh, we put in a Moen. It's called Moen. That's a company that makes them, and uh, it's one that feeds um, feeds the shower on the top, and it feeds the uh, the tub on the, on the bottom, the tub, and and uh, and it, it mixes up the water uh, depending on where you put the handle, because it has one handle on it. Anyway, um, we we did that, and that's that's how I help people. Um, I, I basically charged her just for the parts, and uh, and I I told her I said um, she she thanked me, and I said, well, that's uh, that's how we uh, that's how we one of the ways that we help people, and I told her about the Hope Collection, and she sounded very interested, and we're gonna we're gonna be talking some more, she and I, because I. She she uh, took me around the house and showed me other things that she wants to have fixed. She wants to put new door doorknobs on a lot of the doors, and she wants uh, a big hole in the in the wall in the basement. She wants that repaired, and uh, so we're we're going to do a number of other things for her. So um, my friend Larry uh, Larry Casparin, uh, who's who's uh, goes to my church. He and I have done a lot of projects together. He helped me a little bit on the shower unit. It's always to have someone there to hand you tools and uh, hold the light for you and do other things that you need to, to have done. Run out to the car and get something that you don't have with you. Um, and, and so um, Larry's very helpful in that way. And he and I have worked together on many projects. Uh, as a matter of fact, we... Uh, he had an old house that he and his wife and his and his two sons lived in, and uh, they decided to sell that that house and and buy a different house. Well, the old house needed a lot of work, so we worked on that together and and uh, and and uh, did the repairs to all the things that he needed repair on. So that's uh, an area that and in, and in a new house, <laughs> there were a number of things that he wanted to to, to fix. 
and uh, and change. And his wife uh, has uh, she raises uh, uh, she raises dogs uh, to bring in some extra income. And uh, before little dogs, really small dogs, and um, I think they're part terrier, but I don't I don't know what what all they have. But but anyway, uh, and then she sells them to make uh, extra income. And then uh, so anyway, there was some things that she wanted to uh, fix for the for the dogs, so that she could work on them. And I I uh, built her a few things that would would help her in that. And then she she loves working with plants, so she um, uh, she wanted to have some. Uh, they have like um, uh, all glass enclosed uh, porch on one one corner of the house, and uh, she wanted to put some uh, some shelves in there and some um, uh, uh, some lower shelves and some some higher shelves where she could she could raise her plants, and and we did that and we fixed up some of the. Um, the, the two of the fans need to be replaced, uh, uh, the ceiling fans. And we did those kinds of things and did some electrical work for her in the bathroom and him. And, and in the bedrooms, we, I replaced most of the outlets in the whole house. And so we did all those kinds of things. And I didn't charge him anything for it because Larry and I are very good friends. And we've been involved with a number of projects over the years uh, through the Knights of Columbus, uh, which is a Catholic organization in the, in our in our parish, and um, uh, Larry Larry uh, held offices in that uh, in that particular uh, uh, organization, and he um, he invited me to join it, and I joined it, and we we worked together on different projects through the Knights of Columbus um, for the church and for the community. And and um, so those those are some of the things that we've done together, Larry and I, and and uh, one of my sons, uh, uh, Randy, uh, is very active in his church, and I've worked with him on a, on a lot of projects on uh, that he's involved with, uh, and uh, so we we do that to help people, but see, there's a lot more personal things that we do to help people. Things like uh, if if a person needs uh, needs housing, uh, maybe they're living in a small apartment and their family is expanding, uh, and they need to get a bigger apartment or they want to buy a house. Well, we help them in those areas. So housing is one of the areas that we work with and people. And uh, I've, I've worked a lot with the uh, Spanish immigrants that come into this country, teaching them the English language. And I, I work with uh, six families at a time. Uh, we'd go into their house uh, once a week, uh, each of the families, and we would we would uh, talk about uh, learning the English language. And we used a workbook uh, that, that that showed how the difference between the Spanish and the English language in words and in sentence structures and in in uh, developing uh, writing skills and speaking skills and all those different things. We work with them on, on uh, to, to learn the English language. And I, I was, uh, they used to motivate me because I could see the smiles on their faces when they learned things and they were able to communicate better uh, in the English language because they needed it not only um, if, they, if they were working in their jobs, they needed it, they also needed to communicate because when they come to this country, um, most of the people in this country are English-speaking people. And so uh, if they could only speak uh, Spanish, they, they couldn't communicate properly. Well, some of them um, were interested in, in, a, in developing a, a business of their own. Uh, they wanted to start off with a small home-based business or, or maybe a, a small uh, uh, store where, where they could sell um, food items and, and uh, personal care items and things like that. So we helped them. Uh, I helped them and, uh, and Larry helps them too with getting, getting things set up. And my son, my son, Randy, uh, is very, very good at, at doing things like that. He's a, uh, he's a tremendous, um, uh, uh, in the, in the construction skills, he's very, very skilled in that. And he, and he does things, he does things very, very quickly. 
compared to the old man here, I, I don't do them as quickly as he does anymore. I used to be able to do them very fast, but not, not anymore. Anyway, um, so those are some of the things, many, just a few of the things that we work on. Helping people to be able to communicate better, helping people to understand uh, computer systems that we work with. Um, we have many sites that we work with through the whole collection. We work with uh, one that's called Optimize My Life. And every, we find that everybody needs to have their life up. In other words, um, we can we can uh, help them in ways that uh, they um, they just don't know how to get started in something. So we help them to get started, and we make recommendations to them, and then follow up on those recommendations with them. And I I have been working with some people uh, throughout my life for for more than forty years, and um, working with them in different areas that they're interested in and different areas that they want to improve not only their own lifestyle, but also the uh, lifestyle of their family and some of their friends that they know. So those are just uh, another, some other areas. Um, we work with people in education. If they're interested in, in, in improving or increasing their education, um, we have programs uh, from, from uh, uh, first grade all the way up to uh, graduate school and college. And um, we have uh, a whole program of certifications that people can use. If they want to get certified in a particular area, we help them in those areas. By the way, I've, I've gotten a, a couple of those certifications myself. Um, I was interested in becoming a certified life coach and a um, virtual assistant in those two areas. Virtual assistant, if you're not familiar with that, is is a is a program um, uh, that helps people to um, work with computer systems to help them to find out information that they might be looking for, to help them to do searches and to help them to uh, learn things and to help them to get uh, help with their taxes and 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 whole, a whole lot of other things that we uh, we help people with. Taxes, by the way, is something I've been doing for more than uh, 60 years in my life because I always do my own taxes. I do my personal taxes with my, my family, and I do my, my business taxes. And I've done that for, for as I said, many, many years. And um, I've, I've had as many as 12 people that I was working with uh, at one time um, uh, to uh, help them to, to learn how to do their own taxes. And um, I, over the years, I've used a program called TurboTax, um, and it's been very helpful. But I um, I changed uh, a couple of years ago to um, a, a program called Free Tax USA, and um, you can basically get your taxes done yourself uh, for free. And it's a it's a it's an organized program. You just go through it step by step. It asks you questions. You answer the questions, and then by the end, when you've got all the questions answered, it, it uh, figures out your tax uh, uh, bill for you. If you are, are owed taxes, it will tell you what amount you owe and, and how to, where, to, where to send the money. And you can even do it, um, uh, by, uh, do it by using the Internet, send, uh, send the, uh, pay your taxes by the Internet through to the IRS and into the, to the state governments. And um, so we, uh, there's just some other areas. I'm, I'm grambling on here, but I'm, I'm trying to cover a number of the areas that we work with people on. Um, I, I started helping some of my children in doing their taxes. By the way, I have a large family. Um, uh, we have 11 children between my wife and I in our family. And now I think it's uh, 37 or 38 uh Children and grandchildren. Um, I mean, the grandchildren and great grandchildren. Um, and they're they're uh, some of them are not in the United States; they're in other countries around the world now. Um, Puerto Rico is not another country, but one of my sons and his family lives uh, moved to Puerto Rico a few years ago, and um, they still have they still own property in the United States, but they also have property that they own in uh, Puerto Rico, him and his wife. And um, they went there because her daughter, his wife's daughter from a previous marriage, she 
she um, uh, met this uh, young man from Puerto Rico, and uh, <clears throat> they got married later on, and, and, and now they have children. And and so um, they're um, so she, uh, him and my son Stephen and his wife Marie uh, decided that they were going to move to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, to support uh, her daughter and uh, their family. And uh, <clears throat> they come back to the United, back to the, the mainland of the United States uh, a couple of times a year. <clears throat> they have uh, another house in Massachusetts. Where they uh, they stay for for sometimes a month or more as they stay there, and and uh, but he's done very well in the insurance business. He uh, had his own insurance agency, and she did done very well in uh, in financial uh, area, helping uh, people to uh, improve their financial situation. So I, I, I'm just telling you all these things, uh, rambling on here, just to, to let you know that, see, I believe that uh, if, you're, if you're doing something that's good and you teach your children how to do the same thing, that that will, that will come on as a tradition in your family, a family tradition. And by the way, it's, um, I know it's at least three generations now where uh, members of my family are helping other people and helping them to help other people, uh, whether it's in their, with their taxes or whether it's uh, in, um, in uh, learning a new language or whether it's education or whatever it is, uh, they're, they're, um, I'm very proud of all of my children because they're all working not only to make for a better life in their family, their immediate family, but also to make for a better life for other people. And uh, they're carrying on that tradition. <clears throat> my children um, are also uh, very much involved in the spiritual act aspect of life. They all believe in God, and they all believe that uh, uh, the good Lord has a purpose for them and for the people that they know and the family members that they have. So um, that's something that uh, <clears throat> my first wife and I tried to instill into uh, our six children that we had together. She's, um, she's no longer with us. She died of uh, cancer. Um, that the doctors, I feel that the doctors uh, were more interested in, in making money on surgery and, and chemo and, and, and those kinds of things, radiation therapy than they were in, in healing her. Um, but, but see, they, they were trained that way. Those doctors were trained that way. That's what, they, uh, that's what the medical profession pushes, um, that these are ways to uh, help people with their, uh, with their uh, chronic illnesses and, and, and giving them drugs uh, all the time. Um, I, I don't believe in drugs. I'm a naturalist. And I believe in that uh, God has given us uh, the ability in our bodies to heal naturally. If we, if we just take care of our body, we provide the, the right amount of nutrition for it. And we provide um, uh, the right amount of um, uh, exercise and, and, uh, and, and, uh, and other things in, in our life because he has given us his Holy Spirit. And it's, it's within our bodies, and, I, and he calls it the temple that he wants us to live. He wants us to, to take care of the temple, which is our body, which houses the Holy Spirit. And so uh, that's another area that we help people in is the spiritual area every day. Every single day of my life, I promote that. I promote it to my wife. I promote it to my children. I promote it to my grandchildren. I promote it to my friends like Larry and others in my life. And, and uh, every single day I, I, I am a promoter of the good Lord and the, the blessings that he gives us every day. And I thank him every day for all of those things. And, and so I'm, um, you know, I'm talking about all of this uh, regarding my family and my experiences, but I, I don't want anybody listening to think that I'm bragging because I'm not. I'm, I'm, I, I don't have a high ego. I, but 
I think uh, a high ego comes from the other guy uh, that is down below in hell. I don't think it comes from God. It comes from the guy, uh, the guy that's opposing the Lord all the time, which is Satan. And I, I just uh, so I, I don't I don't try to to to, to look at uh, to to make it uh, appear that I have a, a high ego. I'm a very optimistic person, and I and I, and that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm very interested in helping other people because the good Lord has helped me all my life. And um, he's given me good health. He's given me good cognitive abilities at my age of 85. And he's given us, uh, given me the ability to keep um, performing the, the skills that he gives us. Because I believe if it says in the Bible, if you don't use them, you lose them. So we have to use uh, the skills that he's given us if we want to continue to perform in that, in that area. So um, that's why I helped the lady with her plumbing problem. That's why I helped Larry with his housing, um, in, in his housing, and why I've helped many, many other people. Uh, one of the Spanish families I, I was dealing with, uh, with, uh, with the uh, learning the English language, I, um, I helped them in their housing situation. Um, they were, they were look, they wanted, they had enough money for a down payment on a house, so they wanted to be able to buy a home of their own. So we looked at houses, and uh, I gave them my opinion because I've had a lot of experience in that area in housing. Uh, I own properties of my own. It's one of my businesses. And so I, um, I helped them to, um, to, to decide what they wanted to do. Um, I finally decided uh, to just to recommend to them that maybe they would uh, just maybe get a bigger apartment and, and live in that for a while. Um, before they uh, before they get tie themselves into uh, all the expenses associated with with owning your own house, uh, because there are a lot of expenses you know and, and, and associated with owning your own house, and I also recommended to them when they when they get a house and they should look for one that they could use that had two units, it had a it had a portion of the house that would give them a nice uh, living quarters but also have a small apartment attached to it that uh, they could rent out to someone else that would help to pay the expenses of the house. Um, I, I did that myself for many years. Um, in fact, the second, the second home that I bought, uh, uh, my wife and I bought, uh, it, was, uh, it, it would, it would uh, allow two families and then I took uh, another house that I bought and I converted it into a, a three family. And um, it was a, a one and a half family. <laughs> and, uh, but it has like 14 rooms in it now. And uh, I still own that house. I should say I own half of it uh, because uh, my partner at that time is, uh, owns the other half and both of those houses. So anyway, uh, and and uh, but that's that's how I did. When I when I was working, I worked for a large corporation called AT and T. At that time, in the '60s and '70s and '80s, it was it was considered the largest corporation in the world. And um, I, I advanced a number of times through that corporation because I I was continuing my education, and I ended up um, obtaining two degrees, one in uh, electronics engineering and one in uh, in um, uh, in in business, and uh, because I, I I did the engineering for a while, but then I decided I didn't like it. Uh, I wanted to get into my own business, and and I had actually my first business was when I was in high school. I um, I started I started a candy bar business uh, when I was in high school. You couldn't do this today because uh, the school administrations wouldn't allow it. They would think you were selling drugs through your locker. Well, I, I had uh, boxes of candy bars in my in my locker uh, at that time, and um, uh, during breaks and so forth, uh, people, uh, uh, friends of mine that wanted to have a have a candy bar to lift them up a little bit, <laughs> get a little more sugar in your body, right? <laughs> And, and uh, so anyway, um, I sold candy bars at that time, and I did that for a couple of years. And I, um, 
I didn't make a lot of money on it because uh, I didn't charge a ex, uh, extraordinary price. But I um, so anyway, I um, uh, that was my first business, and I had a business of selling um, um, uh, vegetables and and fruits on. on on the street and uh, that was my second business uh, but anyway later on i got into housing and got into uh, um, uh, learning the uh, construction trade and, and so forth because if you have your own properties and you do the work yourself you're saving a lot of money by doing that uh, especially at, the, at today's prices my gosh the contractors charge so much today and and uh, carpenters and, and electricians and plumbers and all of those people uh, just really charge so much today for their services. And I can understand why, because if they have someone helping them, they have to pay for that person. And if they need special tools, they have to buy those tools. So I understand that. If they need ladders to work on a house, they have to buy those ladders. And those are all very expensive. Materials and tools are very expensive today also in, in the construction business. So, uh, but I don't do too much of that anymore. I've turned most of that over to my, my two oldest sons, uh, my son Bob and my son uh, Randy. They are both, uh, they have learned several trades themselves. And they, they're like me. Um, th- when they want to do something and they don't know how to do it, they start asking questions. I found that asking suppliers a lot of times, the suppliers of materials, um, they they have developed an expertise in the, in choosing the right tools and the right materials for the job, and so they they can help you. And um, asking other other carpenters and plumbers and <coughs> and electricians, my dad taught me um, some of those trades. When uh, when I was still a kid, um, when I was in school um, for uh, uh, grade school and high school, I worked right with him, and I learned how to work on on uh, things like trucks and uh, things like tractors and cars, and because he did all that stuff himself, and and he taught me. That was one of the traditions that he handed down to me. And I taught some of my children. I didn't teach them all, but I taught some of them to do that also. And then, and they still do that today. And and then um, I, um, I lost my strain of thought there for a minute. So anyway, it's 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 a tra- traditions are very important in the family, uh, and and passing those traditions on to our children to our grandchildren and our great grandchildren. I have some of my, some of my grandchildren that are also working in the uh, construction trades now. And uh, my son who moved to Puerto Rico, uh, he has very skills in the construction trade and he's a, uh, he's a statistical analysis. It was, was his background and his, his education and um, he had his master's degree in, in statistical analysis, and he started his insurance company. So th- those were not um, reasons why he did the, the construction business, but he did the construction business because he learned the basics from me and and from my brothers who are both in the construction business. And um, so um, that's, that's how he got um, – he got into those those businesses, and his grandfather, um, my first wife's um, father, um, uh, had a was was a very successful contractor, and he and his sons um, did construction work. And I worked for him for a while too, for a couple of years, and um, until we moved away, we moved to New Jersey from from Illinois, where uh, his family was located. And, um, and, and, and then, uh, so anyway, uh, I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot from my dad. I learned a lot from, from him. I learned a lot from my two brothers because my two brothers went to school for the construction trades and they learned uh, a lot of those things. Um, and so, uh, that's how family traditions are, are, 
are um, passed on to to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation and and uh, that's what uh, that's one of the things that we we talk about in this uh, in this particular segment of the the talk radio show uh, is the family unit and and passing and honoring family traditions and our and our family relationships and and so i um i am very happy to to do that um, when I uh, decided to uh, to basically uh, turn my my uh, construction customers over to my sons, my two sons, my older son Bob and my younger his, his younger brother uh, Randy, because they have their own businesses. Um, uh, Randy started out in uh, in the um, uh, in the painting business. He 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 learned to paint when uh, when we when we bought our first house. Um, in, in Southern Illinois, my first house I bought, uh, and um, I, I ended up painting the whole house on the inside and the outside. And my sons and my daughters, by the way, all helped, and I taught them. Some of them were very little, and I handed them a, a paintbrush and I showed them how you, you do it with a paintbrush. And and uh, I didn't, I wasn't an expert in all in that field. But I, I learned it by doing it. That's something um, I, I belong to. In, in high school, I belonged to an organization called the Future Farmers of America. And, and their motto was uh, learn by doing. And, and so I, I uh, followed that, that motto, learn by doing. Learn how to do something new that you have never done by doing it and asking questions and getting information from other people that have skills in that area. And I did that all the time. And uh, I'm thankful that the Lord uh, uh, motivated me to do those things and, and motivated me to teach my children and to teach other people as well. Because my friend Larry, uh, when he and I worked together in, in, uh, on a construction project, he's learning all the time because uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't have those skills but um, from the things that I've, I've taught, not only my children and grandchildren, but also um, uh, I taught friends of mine how to do certain things. And, and my wives, I've taught my wives how to do certain things. Um, my wife was, um, uh, she was a very intelligent woman. She had a very high IQ of an 180s range, and she uh, was valedictorian in her class, and and very very intelligent woman, and she passed a lot of that on. Her intelligence, her abilities in um, in um, learning uh, learning things um, through education, um, and she taught them, and she was promoting that all the time to them. And I was too, by the way, because I know that uh, the fact that I, I I took the time to go to college for twelve and a half years. I went to college. And you might say, well, how come it took you so long? Well, first of all, I got two degrees. And secondly, I, um, I only went to college part-time because I was working full-time in a full-time job for AT&T. And I was working part-time on the weekends uh, to make extra income for our family because we had a large family. We had five children uh, with my first wife. We had five children in five years, the first five years we were married. So I had a large family in five years, you know, <clears throat> and then the sixth one came on uh, a few years later, uh, and then and then uh, when she passed, we uh, I, I remarried to uh, another uh, woman that had one child, a daughter, who is uh, is she and I have done many many things together uh, over the years. Uh, she became an attorney. But she needed help in that because she didn't know anything about being an attorney, and she didn't know anything about um, about law. And I went to uh, to law school. I learned I learned a lot of things in, in law. I'm not an, I'm not an attorney, but I but I know a lot about the law, um, uh, and in certain areas, certainly in the housing area, and certainly in the construction area, um, I know a lot uh, about the law and and a lot of legal things because. When you have a large family, you encounter um, a lot of legal things that you have to deal with in your lifetime. 
So anyway, uh, I helped her through uh, through law school. We would sit down almost every day, and we would go over her assignments and go over, and I would ask her questions and and uh, help her to to get the answers. And we'd do that over and over and over. And then when she um, finished uh, the 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 law education. Uh-oh. When we finished the law education with her and she had to go get the bar, pass the bar exam, I worked with her on that uh, with, the, with the workbooks and we paid for a, um, uh, a program to, uh, to help her on, online. And, um, and then um, she finally, I think after the third attempt, she passed the law, uh, the bar exam. And she's been now uh, for about 15, 20 years now, been uh, been uh, practicing law in 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 different areas. And she's a um, she's an expert research person. She researches uh, tremendously uh, any particular area of law that that needs to be researched. And she has helped many many other attorneys uh, to find out information to support what they're working on. And uh, she ended up becoming a, a teacher for the uh, for the other attorneys in her firm. And she worked for one of the largest firms in the world. And um, uh, they weren't that way when she first started with them because um, uh, they kept um, uh, buying other other companies, smaller firms, and um, and firms in other countries. And some of her first clients in that firm were located in. Um, in China and Japan. And so she had to uh, work with them due to the, the time differences between the United States and those countries. She had to work at night. And, and uh, when, when she started with them and, and, and they, uh, um, she said, you know, uh, or they said they, don't, they didn't want her coming in at midnight to, uh, to work and sit in New York City. And so she recommended to them, well, how about we set up a little office in my in my apartment and um, set up the computers I need and the systems that I need and so forth to to do the job at home and they they agreed to that they thought it was a good recommendation and it saved them some money because they didn't have to have space for her in the uh, uh, in the office where they were they could use that space for someone else um, so anyway, she did that for a number of years. I don't know, maybe 15 years or so. And then um, a couple of years ago, she um, um, she got a notice for a, an opening in a firm um, in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, her office was in New York uh, at home, but it was uh, her main office was in in uh, New York City. So she decided to apply for that job, and she got the job, and she became a, a managing director in that firm and and so she's done very well very very well in that in that business and she continues to do that today and she loves it so i ask her all the time how how do you how how are you and how is your job how are you feeling about that and she says i love it dad she says i love working with the people i love helping uh, the, uh, the new attorneys and so forth and she's been doing that for years but anyway uh, that's just a, uh, one example of of um, how we passed um, uh, uh, skills and we passed uh, uh, information on to our families and on to our children and on to our grandchildren and working with them in their relationships and helping them to any, in any situation that comes up in their life. So um, I had my youngest daughter had a, had a, had a serious problem with drugs and uh, because she was associating with uh, with people who had that problem, and and so um, I um, I worked with her on that. Hi, Larry. I just noticed that you you dialed in. How you doing, my friend? Uh, very well, thank you. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing great. I, uh, by the way, uh, folks uh, that are listening, uh, my friend Larry and I is the one. Uh, he's the one that I've been talking about. How he and I have been working together on a number of projects over the years, and uh, we are we are very very best friends. And uh, and I I am so happy that the good Lord has put Larry in my life and uh, 
and me and his life. So uh, thank you, Larry, for all you've done to, to help me over the years. And you've, you've, um, you've introduced me to other um, venues, that, uh, other programs and other um, things that, um, that people, um, that we can use to help other people. For example, the Elks Club and the Knights of Columbus and the Veterans Organizations. Larry is a veteran, by the way, folks. So he's um, uh, he's very. Uh, I thank him all the time for serving, serving his country. Um, Larry, you want to talk a little bit about what you did uh, in in uh, helping out uh, in the Air Force? Uh, yes, I was a, a crew chief on the F four Phantom. Uh, I went in uh, went in the Air Force uh, January nineteen sixty nine, and. Uh, like I said, I was a, a, a crew chief on the F-4 Phantom, and my plane was uh, 64-856 was the first plane I was working on. I was an assistant crew chief, and then I got my own plane. It was uh, 64-857, and, uh, wow. and I worked on that plane from uh, 69 and, until uh, uh July of 72 when I got an early out and uh, uh, you know I, I I thank God that I yeah. was the crew chief on the Air Force and it was I mean I had a I had a great time I met I met a, made a lot of friends in fact I knew a, uh, a friend of mine he lives down in uh, South Jersey and uh, anytime I go down for the Elks convention he says stay at his house and I, I always stay at his house because he's he's such, oh, such a close great, friend great. of mine. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. You know, it's 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 really good to have close friends and um, and and to associate with them and keep that that friendship. I had some friends in Illinois that I went to high school with, and I uh, till the day that they die, two of my two of my very best friends, uh, my friend Charlie, and uh, my friend Kenny. And they were both, uh, we, we kept in touch over the years. Even when I moved to New Jersey, Charlie was a barber. And he, um, he started barbering when we were uh, in, in high school. We would, we would go to, um, uh, to a friend's house, and uh, we had a little shop. They had a little shop set up there, he and one of his other friends. And um, they, were, um, uh, they learned, uh, they taught each other how to cut the hair and how to uh, shave people if they needed a shave. And so, um, but anyway, uh, all of my life, uh, my, my adult life from high school on, um, I had them, those two guys as my main friends. There was another one of my friends, his name was Donald, Donnie, and um, he and I played basketball together. And, and we, uh, uh, we were on, on, a, on a team, and, and, and Donnie went in the service, uh, went into um, the army. Uh, I didn't go at the time because I had I had three children um, at that time. Or actually, two children and one one on the way. And um, but anyway, uh, the, the military. Oh, your doggies are darkened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they like the bark. My my older brother was in the in the army, and I was gonna I volunteered to go in the army, but they wouldn't take me because I had children. And I had a, I was married and had a wife, and uh, they said, no, we'll, we we got plenty of other guys we can take now. We don't need uh, we don't need you. We'll, we'll reclassify you. So they reclassified me as a three A father, and uh, and I so I never was called up because at that time that we had the draft, and um, so uh, anyway I said um, so I didn't get to go into the military even though I wanted to. And um, but um, any, um, I don't know where I, I lost my chain. I thought there for a minute. Anyway, we um, Larry and I have done uh, so many projects together, working on houses and working on uh, uh, projects with the Knights of Columbus and uh, with the uh, now with the Elks Club and and um, even the veterans organizations. Uh, Larry, you want to just mention uh, some of those organizations that you're working with and the veterans. Uh, yeah, well, the uh, we have what we call a Veterans Breakfast Club, and uh, we meet on uh, Tuesday mornings, and uh, 
We have breakfast at the VFW that is in Hampton. It's right down the street from me, so it's, it's you know it's very convenient and it's and it's a very nice place to. And like I say, we meet on Tuesdays normally, and uh, you know actually I, I, I went there this past Tuesday, but happened, what happened was because it was snowing that they uh, they canceled the meeting, but but uh, oh. But, but you know, no big deal. You know, like I said, uh, no. it's you know, I guess they were worried about people driving. You know what I mean? Because cause a lot of like people, no. I mean, I'm no. I'm 75 years old, and we have guys that are older than I am. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, yeah. When you no. get when you get our age, you got to slow down a little bit. You know what I mean? When you get a when you get a, a bunch of veterans together like that, I've I've gone with you to a couple of those a couple of those, things. but they they are uh, uh, they they are always exchanging uh, experiences that they had when they were in the military, and it's very very it's very interesting to hear to hear about those uh, those things, and and uh, it it helps the guys to. Uh, to uh, to remember those things and to talk about those things, and uh, so I, I know that's a great gathering, a social gathering, for uh, ex-military people, for veterans, and uh, and then you're you're also involved with the VA a little bit. You go down to the VA ho- the VA hospital, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I I used to go to the one in uh, in New Jersey, but I found out that the the uh, the people there uh, they weren't very friendly, and then uh, I started going to the one that's in uh, it's in Allentown, and it's about the same distance. But over there, uh-huh. you know, I walk you walk in, and oh, and the lady says to me, "Can I help you, sir?" And I says, "Excuse me," I says, "I I was only a sergeant." She goes, "No, no," she goes. We, we like all veterans, she says. Well, I says, well, thank you for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it was like, wow. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like because the other one, you go to the one that's in Lions, and they, the I seen a guy. He he walks in, and you know this guy was from World War Two. You know, so he you know he yeah. he's a little bit slow. You know what I mean? So she goes, yeah, yeah. Sit down, sit down over there, sit down. And I'm saying, wait a minute. You know, this guy says, like was in his 90s. I says, I grabbed him. I sat him down. I says, you know, you should show more respect for him. I says, he's a World War II vet. You know? She goes, listen, he comes here. You should be thanking him for all he's done for you. You know what yep. I mean? Amen. Yep, yep. I agree with that completely. I I thank people that I see uh, when I, a lot of times when I go to Dunkin' Donuts, and, I, and I've been going there fairly fr- frequently lately because my wife's not home, so I go there to get a sandwich for breakfast. But anyway, um, if a veteran comes in, I would take the time to walk over to him and hold out my hand and shake my hand and thank him for, for serving him or her, whether it's a, a, a guy or a gal. I, I thank them for, for serving their country. Our country, and uh, I did the same thing this week with a with a state trooper, um, New Jersey state trooper. He was uh, standing there waiting for his order to be filled, and I um, I walked over to him and I held out my hand, and he held out his hand, and we shook, and I said thank you for serving our state, because he's a state trooper, and uh, he he laughed he he looked at me and he laughed he said oh, he said he said thank you very much you know. That's that's one of the things that we do through the not only the Hope Collection but another organization that we're affiliated with called the Golden Rule Society is to show appreciation to people for things that they do to help all of us, you know, and um, that's what that's why I I am so uh, happy that I'm affiliated with you, Larry, that you and I are are very good friends because I see that in you where you're you're reaching out to help people. Every day, not only your family, but also uh, people that that are friends of yours and so forth, and any organizations you work with. So thank you, Larry, for all that you do. We're about out of time here now. We only have about 15 seconds. 
Um, so I, I just want to thank you, Larry, for coming on and for sharing with some of with, with us some of your experiences. And and well, thank uh, you. I know that Larry is is a tremendous uh, family man. Also, he's he's worked with uh, with uh, he has two boys and worked with them all, all, for all of their lives. And uh, they're both adults now, and uh, he's. Um, I, I just am um, so happy, and his wife is such a wonderful woman. Um, what country is she from now, Larry? Uh, she's from Malaysia. Malaysia, that's what it is. Yeah, I couldn't think yep. of the name of it. Yeah, but yep. beautiful woman. She's just a tremendous lady um, that's dedicated to her family, her husband, and her and her children, and and. Um, you guys got married here in Canada? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, no. I, we were married uh, in Malaysia first because oh, we, went, in Malaysia we went over there. First. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and, and, and you, we, we got married you know, in uh, you know in in the Hindu ceremony, and it's pretty cool because yeah, you know yeah, uh, yeah I, I remember I, you showed I, I, me I'm, some pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only yeah, person to be married twice great. to the same woman. Because <laughs> we got married in Malaysia. And then we came back yeah. and we got married in the Catholic Church. So it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. I'm going to be I'm going to be doing that too, getting getting married for the second time to the same woman. Uh, because we were, were, were married outside of the church, uh, but we're going to be getting married in the church. Um, and then, um, so we, um, that will be a good ceremony for us because uh, we're both tremendous believers. We both believe in God and we believe in Christianity and, and we believe that uh, um, husband and wife uh, are devoted to each other and we both are. And I know you and your wife are too because you just do tremendous things together. Um, but anyway, my wife is down and still down in Colombia. She was supposed to fly back today, but uh, there was a uh, a terrible accident. Her her brother, oh. who lives down there, got hit by a truck, and oh, um, he died. He died yesterday. He was in intensive oh. care, and so I told her, "You stay down there as long as you need to stay down there with him, with his family." Uh, but she was there in the hospital when he died. And um, so, um, but she did get to see him before she, um, while she was down there, she got to see him. So she felt good about that. But she's she's going through a lot of emotional things right now because uh, uh, him him and her were uh, were very close, and uh, he, she was also she was also very close with his wife and and, and their two children. But anyway, um, I told her, you you just don't worry about coming back. You stay down there as long as you need to stay down there, you know. And so that's what she's doing. Um, and I, um, I, I miss her a lot, but I, I, I want her to be, I think it's more important for her to be down there now, um, to right. be with his family and, uh, and her daughter, uh, because they're all mourning him. Um, and they uh, and they're all very saddened about it. But um, you know, God said it was time. They said it was His time. You know, it's time to go. And so we we have no control over that. That's one of the areas where God controls completely. He controls when we're born, and He controls when we die. And He controls us all the time in between. Most of us don't realize that, but He does. He's in control. We are not. <laughs> Yep. We have to try to we have to try to listen to his plan for us and follow that plan. Uh and and, and uh being devoted to him is one of those things that we uh we have to do in our lives. So anyway, I uh, I appreciate uh, appreciate you and your family and my wife appreciates you. She and um and, and Josie got along real well when they were together the times that we came came over there. And visited, right. and um, my, my wife loves plants, also uh, flowers and all those kinds of things. And, and Josie's really into that. I know she is oh, just yeah. uh, has beautiful, yep, uh, beautiful, beautiful flower gardens all around the house, you know, and yep. uh, and inside the house also. But anyway, um, I um, 
I'm, I'm going to end the show pretty soon because we're just you and I talking right now. Um, but I, I am so thankful for uh, for having a, a best friend relationship with you, Larry. And I uh, I thank you for that. And I thank you for recommending to me um, different organizations that I can be involved with, organizations that you're already involved with. I don't know, the Elks, you've been involved for how many years now? Uh, over 50 years. Wow. Wow. And, and you were, you were just a young man when you joined the Elks. Um, but I would, I'd only joined the Elks a couple of years ago based on your mm-hmm. recommendation and, and based on going to a couple of meetings. And I, I decided a lot of the, a lot of my friends, uh, other friends are also, uh, members of the Elks like uh, the McCatherins and, and, and people people like that that I've known for years and and uh, done business with them for years. And so uh, I um, – and you you have advanced in, in that organization uh, in, in leadership roles, and, and you've advanced in uh, the Knights of Columbus in leadership roles. And I, um, I uh, have, have been part of those organizations, but I – I, I, the only advancements that I made is I, I advanced in the different degrees, um, like the, the first, second, third, and fourth degree uh, in the Knights of Columbus. And, uh, but I haven't taken on any, any leadership roles uh, in running the, uh, the organization, and I probably never will because I'm getting too old now. Um, and, but I, uh, I just uh, think that uh, – I think that um, – your your example that you've set for me and for many others, and for your son's example that you set uh, in your life, uh, have just been wonderful, and have been uh, a great way of, of helping them to develop traditions in their lives. And so I um, I am thankful to God that He's uh, that you and I have have a wonderful relationship, and and, and that. Um, any of my other friends that, that he has uh, affiliated me with, like Dr. Joel Griffin and Ron Clayton and many other people in my life who are um, uh, Dr. Joel Griffin is, has passed uh, for almost two years now. But he has had a, a tremendous influence on me and many other people that, uh, that we're working with in our lives. And so I appreciate him so much. And Ron Clayton, who's now the president of the board, of the of the Hope Collection, and and um, also is involved in uh, many many other organizations um, and uh, and in business. So I um, I thankful for all of all of that and all of the things that the, the good Lord has has given us has has, has uh, he's given us so much love unconditionally. We we receive love from God, and all He asks us is to believe. And to pay it forward to other people, love other people, and help them, and that's what he wants us to do. So I'm 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 very thankful for that. Well, I guess we're going to end it now, Larry. I, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on and sharing with us. And and pet pet, pet your puppies, pet your puppies for us. <laughs> um. I'll let you. I'll let you know when uh, when Flora's coming back. She may not be coming back till February first. Um, uh, I told her to stay there as lo- as long as she needs to, um, but um, she has to make her reservations by February the first to come back. So uh, she may she may um, she may stay there until that day and fly back. So anyway, God bless you and God bless your family. And God bless all Thank the you. people out there that are listening today, and um, and God bless America. And I hope that we will uh, we will have a change of administration um, next January, uh, where Donald Trump will be our our second president, uh, second time second time president, um, and yep. we can move this uh, this country into into a better into a, move our country into a better direction. And, uh, yeah, most definitely. And, and that will help. That will help uh, 
all of us that will help our children and help our grandchildren because we don't want to pass all this uh, junk onto, onto the next generations. We want to we want to get back to uh, the way America was was started and the way that uh, our founders wanted us to operate, um, because a lot of it's being thrown out at this point, yep. and that that's got to end. That's got to end. That's got to change. And uh, I believe that the good Lord is helping us to make that happen. So anyway, my friend, you have a great day, and we'll be talking soon. And um, say hi to Josie and to Lawrence and um, and and your son Kyle, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Take care, Bob. Yeah, you too. Bye, bye, Larry. Bye, bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.